Hi, it's Richard from the Story Walk Podcast. The Story Walk Podcast is composed of real stories that I make up while I am out hiking, snowshoeing, skiing, and backpacking with my children. You may notice background noise during the podcast due to the real nature of recording these stories in the outdoors. The Story Walk Podcast is supported by 10adventures.com. Go on 10 adventures to find great family adventures in over 60 countries on Earth. Imagine a family-friendly safari in the Serengeti, exploring Inca ruins in Peru, a cycling holiday on car-free roads in Germany, and many, many more great ideas. To find all the great family adventure ideas and to make memories that will last a lifetime, check out 10adventures.com family. Now, on to today's story. Well, we have another Booger McFarland story today, and this is called Booger Saves Easter. Life had been going pretty good for Booger. He had been doing lots of really great jobs and he'd been making enough money to always have enough delicious hot dogs. Almost every day he'd go to the supermarket and fill up his car with hot dogs, hot dog buns, and every once in a while, maybe a jar of relish or a bottle of ketchup. Today was no different. Booger filled up his car and drove home. His trunk had so many hot dogs in it, he could not close the lid. As he backed into his driveway, he couldn't see where he was going. But it was his driveway and he wasn't too worried about hitting anything. As he backed up, he was already smacking his lips, thinking about the delicious hot dogs he would be having for lunch. Just then, he heard a, Oh, excuse me! Booger slammed on the brakes. What had happened? He stopped the car, and a whole bunch of hot dogs fell out of the trunk. He went behind the car and looked. He couldn't believe what he, had, he was seeing. On the ground were hundreds of bags of hot dogs. Oh no, my hot dogs! My precious, precious hot dogs! Oh, what's gonna happen to you? He picked up each package of hot dogs. He held it like a little baby. He even gave some packages of hot dogs little kisses. Oh, my hot dogs. Will I still be able to eat you for lunch? As Booger had tears running down his face, he heard the voice again. <clears throat> Excuse me. Booger jumped up. What's that sound? It's me, the Easter Bunny. Booger had a confused look on his face. The Eastern Bunny? Didn't even know there was a one. Is there a Western Bunny and a Northern Bunny and a Southern Bunny? Just then, a pair of ears popped out of all the packages of hot dogs. Not Eastern Bunny, Easter Bunny. Oh, hi, I'm Booger McFarlane, nice to meet you. Well, I must say it's not very nice to meet you. You just ran over my foot. I did what? I didn't do that, I couldn't have. The Easter Bunny pushed away a few more packages of hot dogs. Sure enough, there was his foot underneath one of the tires. I think if you look at the location of my foot and the location of your tire, you will see that I was in fact correct. You've run over my foot. Well, that's not my fault. Technically, it is your fault, sir. 
You were the one that ran over somebody else. The person that is doing the running over is typically the one at fault. It would be very strange if I was at fault for getting run over. I was just sitting here having a cup of tea, planning my course. Planning a course? What do you mean? Are you going to school? No, planning my course for Easter. You see, I deliver all the goodies to boys and girls all over the world. And as there gets to be more people, it means I have to plan my route much more carefully. Booger looked down at this bunny. You're a weird bunny rabbit. I am not, said the Easter Bunny. Well, you are, because I've never met a bunny who can speak. Never met a bunny who can drink tea. Never met a bunny who plans routes and courses. I've never met an Easter Bunny. How many bunnies have you met, Mr. McFarland? Well, you're actually the first. Most of them don't stop to chat. Yes, I gather that. Am I the first bunny you've run over? I didn't run you. Yeah, I did run you over. I, I think so. Well, can you please move your car and we'll talk about what we'll do about Easter? What we'll do about, what do you mean? Mr. McFarland, I'm the Easter Bunny. Tomorrow is Easter. I have to go out and give all the boys and girls in the world candy. However, you have injured me. My paw is sore. I will be unable to do that. The only way to rectify this situation is obviously you must go out and deliver the candy for me. Me? I can't do that. Well, I must say, Mr. McFarland, you should have been a bit more careful with your driving if you didn't want to deliver all the candies for Easter. Maybe you have a friend you can ask for help. I have a friend, but I don't know if he's going to be that much use. I suggest you start thinking, said the Easter Bunny. But please, get your car off of my paw. Booger got back in and he put the car to reverse. Ah! Yelled the bunny. Booger jumped out. What did I do this time? You reversed onto my other paw. How on earth did you think you'd get off my paw by going farther into me? You had to go forward. I'm sorry, said Booger. I'm not used to driving over bunnies. Yes, that is very obvious you're not used to driving. You're a very poor driver, said the Easter Bunny. But quick, drive forward for three seconds. Booger drove forward for three seconds. The Easter Bunny got up. Ah! he yelled. Well, Mr. McFarland, you've done it. I think you've broken both my rear paws. Those are my hopping paws. Without those paws, I will be unable to deliver candy. We have two choices here. One. We can tell all the kids in the world to cancel Easter. But let me tell you something. Those kids have been planning for this candy for weeks, for months. They've been dreaming about getting chocolate eggs, chocolate bunnies, jelly beans, and other assorted chocolates. Some kids even get chocolates that are covered over marshmallows. All these kids will be very disappointed if we cancel Easter. Is that what you want, Mr. McFarland? Do you want to cancel Easter? Because it sounds to me like you want to tell all the boys and girls in the world we must cancel Easter. Is that what you want? Tell me, Mr. McFarland. Booger looked down. Um, can you repeat that again? Ah! Yelled the Easter Bunny. Booger looked at him. What's Easter? The Easter Bunny's eyes grew wide. What is Easter? You do not know what Easter is. What kind of imbecile are you? I'm Booger McFarland, said Booger McFarland. The Easter Bunny looked at him. He could not believe 
he was dealing with someone who didn't even know what Easter is. Booger spent the next 10 minutes listening to the Easter Bunny describe Easter. At the end of it, the Easter Bunny was sweating. He'd been gesticulating so much that he'd worked himself up into a lather. And that is Easter. It's a very important holiday, yelled the Easter Bunny. Booger looked at him. He said, it would be even better if we could somehow incorporate some hot dogs. Hot dogs, shouted the Easter Bunny. That's a terrible idea. It must be candy and chocolate. Do you think boys and girls would want to wake up and find cold or lukewarm hot dogs throughout their rooms or living rooms? Would they want to go on a hot dog hunt looking for Easter eggs filled with hot dogs? No, it must be candy. Kids do not want hot dogs. But Booger didn't hear that. Booger was walking back inside, already thinking about how to get millions of children all over the world delicious hot dogs. And as soon as he got inside, he got down to business right away. After, of course, he put on the home shopping channel, watched some TV to see what was being sold, and he also called his buddy Keith to ask if he could help. Keith would help. Well, sure, I'll help you, said Keith. What's well, Easter? Booger went on to explain a version of Easter that probably no one in the world had ever heard of. It was some sort of chocolate hot dog with ketchup, jelly beans, and a bunch of other weird things. Keith loved it. I'm in, Booger, I'm in. Let's get the truck fired up and get us some hot dogs. Sure enough, a few minutes later, Keith showed up. They had a lot of work to give hot dogs to every boy and girl on earth, but that didn't mean they didn't have time for a delicious lunch of hot dogs. Booger and Keith were very, very happy and very full. As they walked outside, they heard the Easter Bunny still talking. And that is another reason why we mustn't give kids hot dogs. And for furthermore, the Easter Bunny didn't realize Booger had been inside for the last hour and just kept talking. But Keith and Booger McFarland were serious. They were gonna make this the greatest Easter of all time. All night they were up boiling hot dogs, cutting open buns, and putting them inside newspapers because they didn't have enough bags to fit all the hot dogs. So they went over and bought all the newspapers at every convenience store in town. Kids were gonna be so happy to wake up to a lukewarm hot dog and an old piece of newsprint, or so Booger thought. Booger and Keith watched as the sun went down. Booger got a bit emotional. Just imagine, Booger said, all them little boys and girls waking up and finding a delicious, deliciously cooked hot dog that they can eat right then and there. They don't even have to cook it. We'll have cooked it for them already. Oh, this will be the best day of their lives. Keith was bawling too. I can't believe we're giving away all these delicious hot dogs. I'd want to eat them myself, said Keith. Both Keith and Booger really, really thought all the kids in the world loved hot dogs as much as them. As they were loading up Keith's pickup truck, the Easter Bunny came in. And so in conclusion, said the Easter Bunny, we must not give out hot dogs. We must continue with candy. Do you agree? Keith and Booger, eyes red from crying, 
Snot coming out of their nose from sobbing. Looked at the Easter Bunny. I'm sorry, little Easter Bunny, but the only thing we can do is give these poor boys and girls hot dogs for Easter. It's what they've always dreamt of. It's what they've always needed. We're gonna do, do this for them. And with that, Keith and Booger started sobbing some more. They couldn't believe how great they were. The Easter Bunny was alarmed. The Easter Bunny knew that if boys and girls woke up to an old piece of a newspaper wrapped around a cold bun with a lukewarm hot dog inside, they would not be happy. In fact, most of them would say it had been the worst Easter of all time. The Easter Bunny looked around. Sure enough, outside, Booger's car and Keith's pickup were full of what looked like hot dogs wrapped in newspaper. In fact, they must be hot dogs wrapped in newspaper. There was no way there was enough for every boy and girl in the world. The Easter Bunny looked around. What can I do? What can I do? I do not know. I cannot let this happen. Just then he saw it over in the corner, a hockey stick, a hockey puck, and some hockey tape. Could I? Should I? He then looked back outside. Once again, Booger and Keith were bawling. They could hear them screaming and crying from inside. The Easter Bunny knew he had no choice. He got the hockey tape. Carefully, he wrapped the tape around his rear paws. As he wrapped it, his paws started to feel better. He wrapped first the right-hand side, then the left-hand side. He then did some practice jumps. It didn't feel good, but he just might be able to do it. He then looked at the stick. Luckily, Booger had a big saw nearby. The Easter Bunny went and took the saw and sawed off most of the stick. And now it was a little bit like a crutch. The Easter Bunny looked. Yes, yes, this just might do. He then went outside. He looked down the road. Every three or four feet, there was a hot dog wrapped in a newspaper. See, Keith hadn't secured the back of his truck and all these hot dogs were falling out. But the Easter Bunny didn't worry. That was actually gonna help. The Easter Bunny went and hopped back to his burrow, which was in a wood right near where Booger lived. He got the chocolates and started hopping about delivering them. It hurt, but he was doing the best he could. Come morning, he had done almost every little boy and little girl's house. He would have to go a bit later until the sun just started to rise. Finally, he got the last house. Oh, I can't believe I did all of the houses. This will be an Easter I never forget, said the Easter Bunny. He went back to his burrow and fell asleep. Booger and Keith, meanwhile, were back in Booger's front yard. They'd both fallen asleep in front of the wheel of their cars. Booger woke up and quickly went inside. He wanted to hear what the world thought of these wonderful hot dogs that had been wrapped in newspapers. But the Home Shopping Club didn't have any mention of the hot dogs for Easter. Oh no, said Booger. I'm gonna have to try a different channel. He didn't normally stray from watching the Home Shopping Channel, but today he would. He flicked through the channels, eventually finding a news channel. But there was nothing about the hot dogs on the channel. Just a discussion about how happy kids were about getting chocolate again from the Easter Bunny. Booger was surprised. Just then, Keith ran in. Booger! Booger! 
The Easter Bunny must have come and he followed our advice. What do you mean? said Booger. Look outside. Look at the rear of my truck. They looked inside the rear of the truck. It was empty. There were no hot dogs left. But down the road, every five or six feet, there was a delicious newspaper-wrapped hot dog. Booger and Keith spent the day walking the streets of their town, searching for more delicious hot dogs. Each one was more delicious than the last. And during the whole thing, they never once realized that they were eating the hot dogs that they had cooked and wrapped. At the end of the day, Keith said, This truly has been a magical Eastern day. I sure love it. Booger looked over at Keith. I tell you, said Booger, Eastern is my new favorite day of the year. They went back and were so happy. They boiled up a whole pot full of delicious hot dogs. They turned on the home shopping channel and spent the rest of the night happy as they'd ever been. And the Easter Bunny, asleep in his burrow for several days, slept with a grin knowing he had saved boys and girls around the world from what would have been the worst Easter of all time. The end. Thanks for listening. If you like the show, please subscribe and give us a rating. This podcast and all the ideas and characters are copyrighted by myself, Richard. Bye-bye.